Virgil Kane is my name, and I rode on the Danville train. I don't know why I have Joan Baez in my head this morning. This is ridiculous, but it's there, people. So, uh, my name is Grandpa Jim. Welcome to Motivation Central Station. I want to talk about a few topics today. Uh, I want to talk about hurt people hurt people. And I also want to talk about a live it versus a diet and then uh, mental health issues. But I think I want to start with the mental health issues today. With the coronavirus and a lot of people locked in and financial stress, like a lot of people think I'm immune to a mental health situation. I'm immune to anxiety. I'm immune to depression. Um, And statistically, um, you know, 20% of the population in the next year will have uh, depression. And a lot of it's acquired through... Oh, loss of a loved one, um, something like the coronavirus or, um, you know, just tragedy of any sort. And so um, a lot of people think, well, that'll never happen to me. And statistically, there's a good chance that it will. So um, I always say when you're pointing um, a finger at somebody, you have three fingers pointing back at you. So... If you find yourself in a situation where you don't know how to get out of it, I'm going to kind of piggyback on last uh, the last podcast. So if you want to go back after that and listen to this uh, to that one, uh, that would be uh, helpful probably to you to understand this a little bit more. Um, I think that one was titled uh, Feeling Boxed In From coronavirus and if you're in the box get out of the box um so those are some of the solutions but if you find yourself struggling you should seek professional help like you should drop this podcast right now and pick up the phone and find some uh, professional help so um i want to talk about coronavirus for a minute and my thoughts about it um and um, heroin addiction. Like, you wouldn't think those things would go together and they probably don't accept this explanation. Like, most people are not going to take a needle. And I work with people that have taken that needle. And I do not judge. Um, I've seen friends and people I grew up with uh, grow up in some really crazy, scary places with one trauma after another after another after another and so drugs and alcohol become a great way to get out from under that pain so I do not judge anybody but I will say this that most people uh, would see the needle and the drugs and just walk away and say I would never do that right and so when we're talking about coronavirus you know, there's there's a thing about protecting yourself. Like we're talking about social distancing. Now they're saying instead of six feet, it should be more like 10. Um, the masks, like, I don't know. I, I had to lose all sort of pride. There's been times in my life where I had to humble myself to um, 
different types of work. Like I didn't think I'd be doing physical work after I did a lot of white collar stuff, but um, the coronavirus and putting a mask on, you have to lose any vanity, any pride because, you know, it's not about looking good today. It's about surviving. And if we all survive this, eventually you'll have a chance to look good again, right? You know, so it's not just putting that mask on for you, but it's putting it on for the person that can't defend themselves. You know, we have people in nursing homes. I'm working with a client now, and I asked him how it was going. We spoke yesterday, and he said that two people in his facility, uh, two gentlemen, were pulled out of the facility assistant living center for coronavirus and they're not coming back and so the beauty of the overdose is that it takes you out like quickly like if you shoot too much or the product's too strong you know you're not gonna have to suffer you're gonna go to sleep but with coronavirus and I've witnessed this I had a brother pass away at 16 years of age. Um, before that, he had a leg amputated. And I saw a picture yesterday of a young girl that was looking for some shouts out. And, you know, there's this whole peer pressure thing. And I know my brother went through that when you lose a leg. And, um, you know, you're not like any other kids again. I know even though the strongest faces can uh, be deceptive and behind that can be a lot of pain and I know it really bothered my brother in his case because he told me so and you know so uh, but then eventually he got the cancer went into his lungs and it was a lot like coronavirus it's it was horrendous he would cough 23 hours a day you know um, and they didn't put him in a coma and they didn't sedate him um, and so the COVID thing would be just an absolute horrible way to go, whether it's for you or somebody else. I think in my life, we have an obligation to help others and protect them. And if it's as simple as standing 10 feet away from somebody and putting on a mask, I'm in. I'm in 100% on doing that. So um, that's my thought on that. But I want to get into some issues. Um, I really, on the first... 20 some episodes that I made I really wanted to avoid uh, some of the work that I've done because I didn't want it to seem like I'm promoting some of the the work but uh, somebody uh, brought it to my attention the other day like aren't you proud of your work I'm like yeah I'm super proud of my work and that person said well you should promote it then because who else is going to promote it for you so um, you know, I've been talking about improving your life in eight dimensions of your life. And I wrote a book in 2013. And when I first wrote that book and it got Amazon picked it up and they put it onto one of their pages, they loaded up the wrong file. And so somebody buys the book within minutes, the, all the pages are screwed up, um, because of a bad file 
and they gave it a one star and it was kind of hard to overcome because once they uploaded the new file um they never corrected the fact that it was given a, a one star before that so that book has changed my life uh, that book just got accepted to work with people with mental health and uh, substance abuse in the um, county of Milwaukee. Um, it's gotten a green light. It also got a green light um, in Milwaukee Public Schools and also another book series I did on parents helping, you know, families with an addiction. Uh, we know addiction is like eye color. If mom or dad has a set of brown eyes, the child has a good chance of getting brown eyes. Uh, if both parents have brown eyes, the child has a really, really high. And it's the same with addiction. So I wrote a, a series too that uh, it's called uh, the Pre-Addiction Educational Series for parents to sit down with their children at a very young age. Like the D.A.R.E. program started way too late. And that's why it was ineffective. I have counseled people that have been using drugs since eight or nine years old, people. It's a reality. I know, you know, if you didn't work in recovery or counseling, you know, I was immune to it till I sit down with people and I start asking them their stories, you know, and, and um, it can um, knock you back in your seat sometimes to hear I was 11 years old and I had a handgun that my uncle had in his drawer and I was going to go kill my cousin, but uh, the cousin wasn't home that day. And so you're thinking, whoa, <laughs> thank God that didn't happen, right? So so uh, it's a, that series was about talking to people. All my stuff can be found on Amazon. Um, so, but I want to get back on this brain scan Um what color is your brain scan? The answers are in your head and habit book that I wrote back in 2013 because everything I teach about trying to improve yourself in eight dimensions of your life is in that book. And it's very inexpensive. I'm going to say it's, I'm not, I'm not even sure. I'm going to say it's $11.99, but it's a workbook too. So you can write in there. So what are the goals that you want in your social circle? What are the goals you want in your intellectual circle? You know, do I want to work on that foreign language? Do I want to study astronomy? Do I want to study um, history? You know, whatever that is, you're going to put your goal down in that book. And then it gives you a pathway on how to how to um, get there, you know, step by step. Uh, sometimes you might have heard of uh, SMART goals, uh, you know, specify the goal, can you measure it? Um, and so uh, is it time sensitive? And so, um, you know, that's what that, that whole thing's about. And it goes through SMART goals. Um, and I don't have it right in front of me right now. So I'm, I've got a little bit of a brain freeze right now. But uh, so... Definitely want to grab that book if you want to work on some some goals. And um, you would look under Jim Roth, R-A-U-T-H. Again, that's Jim, R-A-U-T-H. And if you just 
type Jim R-A-U-T-H into the search box. It will bring up all the books that I wrote. And it also brings up a movie that I made about mental health um, that's on Amazon. And it's called Laugh Addict, Toxic Drug or Best Medicine. And it gets into um, can comedians uh, wear their laugh mechanism out, uh, like in the case of Robin Williams. Rodney Dangerfield talked about that he couldn't hear the laughter anymore because everybody would laugh at anything they said. And then secondly, in that film, I go and I work with veterans on using laughter to help them cope with PTSD. And there's a lot of stand-up comedy in there. And there's a lot of laughs and giggles. And somebody explained that once as it. Uh, I asked them how they felt about the movie and they said it was funny, it was sad, it was funny, it was heartwarming, it was funny, and it was inspiring. So um, if you're looking for something to watch this weekend, mental health related, recovery related, check out Laugh Addict, Toxic Drugger, Best Medicine. So I want to talk about hurt people hurt people, right? So uh, me and my friends, when we grow, grew up, we were birds of a feather. We all came from traumatized families. The family system had broken down in the 1970s like no other time in this world. Prior to the 1970s, 50s, 60s, um, people didn't divorce. You know, you were supposed to hang in there and uh, work things out and... Uh, in the 1970s, it was a lot about women's liberation and uh, moving onward. And um, so my friend's homes, uh, my home was no exception. We're breaking up. And um, and so a lot of us, we were little hoodlums, you know, and I think because we were, you know, emotionally traumatized. We wouldn't admit it at the time because we were really tough guys, but... Uh, you know, we got into a lot of trouble, you know, like, uh, I don't want to incriminate myself, but, uh, but we weren't the nicest of people. We could be, uh, you know, the bullies of the neighborhood and, you know, the bully is the one that needs the help, right? So in school today, hopefully they recognize this. The kid that's dishing out all the pain to others is the one you need to pull on the side, look them in the eyes and say, hey, we love you, man. And we need to figure out what is driving this behavior. Um, somebody close to me and my family was acting out that way. And I pulled them aside and did that. And, you know, because um, their behavior was really erratic, very bullying, very um, pushing people, uh, swinging her fists at people. And we started to talk, and she was upset about a divorce that her parents had been going through. So uh, so if you can get to that root, and thus her behavior has been uh, very great lately and, and not so traumatic. So uh, the thing about hurt people, too, is empathy. Like, I had no empathy for anybody till I got into recovery and I started getting my life back together because you're so caught up in your own trauma and you don't know how to get out um, until, you know, I talk often about mental health and sharing what's going on on the inside. Uh, if you can bring your inside out to other people, it helps minimize that 
emotional pain. So finally, in the book, in the What Color Is Your Brain Skin book, I talk about a livid in there. So I'd like to talk a little bit about my mother. My mother uh, had her hips replaced when the technology first came out and the technology was horrible and the parts in her body wore out and then she needed to get another set of hips put in and the technology was a little better but it still wasn't definitely where it's at today and so that stuff wore out and now um, it was time to try to do a third replacement with the good technology and that could not be done so my mother's hips definitely float in her body so she works around walks around in a lot of pain right and she doesn't take even Tylenol she doesn't take pain meds she toughs it out and goes through it you know pain you hit pain hits you and then it's going to subside right she knows that those drugs are addictive um and she's very healthy conscious like she eats a livid so she knows like if I have if she has an issue of a some type of illness she will say things like I'm going to eat green leafy salads and I know this vegetable provides these vitamins and this vegetable also provides these vitamins and I'm going to eat these for the next two three weeks and then it should be gone. Like, like nobody has that kind. Of, I, I don't even have that kind of patience, but I definitely uh, have taken in a lot of what she's taught and a lot that, um, you know, I've absorbed from her. So um, I do try to eat better when I'm having some of these ailments. And often I'll call her and get the rundown on what I should be doing. You know, they always say the easiest way to learn some is from somebody uh, that no, so we eat foods like oatmeal that don't taste good. Um, that would be a livid. Uh, anything with antioxidants, there's a lot of research around antioxidants and they slow the aging process. Um, there's something in your body called the telomere, which is part of your DNA. And if you are keeping your head on straight, um, you're in a great emotional, happy state. That's why. I love comedy, and that's another shout-out on the show. I'm going to be having some comedians come on, and we are going to be talking about how humor helps them mentally uh, and helps others that they're around. And we're going to have some interviews coming up, and uh, so look forward to that. Um, so we want the livid antioxidants. will make these telomeres grow in your body. Um there's all kinds of foods with them. Teas have a lot of antioxidants in it. So we want to eat a livid, not a diet. If you're not getting nutrition into your body and you're eating fast food all the time, your body gets hungry because there's no nutritional value in the food. So your body needs these vitamins to exist. So that's why you keep getting a hunger pain because it's saying, feed me some healthy stuff. And, you, you know, so... Um, and I'm not saying never go for fast food because I'm not like that, uh, you know, but try to keep a good balance. So that's what I have for you today. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Motivation Central Station. Um, if you want to work the goal thing and uh, what color is your brain scan, the answer is in your head and habits. I would pick up a copy and you can 
work on eight dimensions in your life there. There is even a, a, a smoking cessation uh, secession, cessation, uh, not sure how to pronounce that, but to help you quit smoking is in there as well. And then there's a surprise in that book, but I won't tell you about it, but it's definitely, um, changed my life. And I'm going to let you try to find that, uh, the Holy Grail yourself. And so, Hey, uh, don't forget to, uh, like, uh, these episodes and, uh, become a subscriber to my channel. Also on YouTube, there's the Motivation Central Station uh, YouTube channel and there's stuff over there if you like this kind of content. And hey, uh, thanks for hanging out with Grandpa Jim today. And uh, it's a very cold day for spring here in Wisconsin, but hey, that's the way it is. And acceptance is the key to all my answers today. So have a wonderful day today. And I know I went on a long time today, but hey, uh, try to go help somebody today and have a wonderful day.